0: As the Steelers play their first game with their new offensive coordinator, Eddie Faulkner, I'm going to talk about why we could see a change that does help the offense start something that gets them on the path to the playoffs. That and all our week 12 picks here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because we're your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time, the app that you can download right on your phone. Create an account and use code Locked On NFL for a twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Now. We hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. They got to spend family time, got some good food in and you got to watch some football. Cause guess what? Football's coming again in just a couple of days for for Steelers fans, but Steelers fans are going to be hoping to see a different kind of football. And I think it's going to be even bigger than just simply scoring for the Steelers. It's how they're going to score it's how, it's you're trying to you ultimately want to see results that's what Mike Tomlin's talking about but to get those results you need a better process that's what the Steelers are trying to work on right now and if they are and if they're able to do that i think it gets them in a better position now what do they need to work on what's the process it's something that i've been talking about for a while now if you remember way back a week months ago even when the Steelers came out the gate didn't look so good against the Niners, didn't look so good against the Texans. And then we started to see them run the ball a little bit better. It wasn't really that great yet, but it was just a little bit of an improvement. That's when that's when I was like, okay, I think what has to happen, and Najee Harris identified this after the Texans lost. I think what has to happen is the Steelers need to put, need to start putting themselves in positions to be the, the team that we talked about all offseason long. And that's a team that can run the football and physically dominate opponents and pass after the fact and let the, let the offense be dictated by that pace of the run game. You've got Eddie, Eddie Faulkner, the new offensive coordinator, who's your running back coach. He's going to be organizing things. Now, yes, Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach, is going to be calling the plays. But the concepts that they'll lean on, the things that they'll prepare for week in and week out, that's going to be on Eddie Faulkner. And I have a heavy feeling that Eddie Faulkner is going to lean in that direction. And that's going to be the team. It's not going to just be about running more. It's going to be about calling the runs that seem to work more. It's going to be about trying to find ways that play to the strengths of the Steelers' offensive personnel, especially in the run game a little bit more. Now, one of those strengths we've seen, getting the offensive line moving, getting them on pole blocks, getting, getting them uh, active and, and aggressive and attacking, getting them to be the aggressors at the, at the offensive line, maybe a little bit less zone blocking. Those type of things, I think, can really help this Steelers offense take the right steps forward and get to and get the results that they need to be a run game. Because after the fact, you mean you still have to pass the ball, but if you can find pass plays that feed off that that success on the run, and you're when you when you are running the ball, that can make all the difference. And again, you have multiple weapons that can run the ball. Jalen Warren is exploding right now. Everyone's talking about how good he is the winner of angry runs this week from Kyle Brandt. You still got Najee Harris who's who's there. And I think with them, you find different ways to run the ball. You're finding different ways to ways to push opponents back. They're going to have to try to find ways to counter and as that game goes along, they're going to need to be more aggressive to stop that and then that's what opens up play action. That's what opens up more one-on-one opportunities that are easy reads for Kenny Pickett to kind of get him back on the good foot because that's what ultimately the Steelers need to see is they need to be able to see Kenny Pickett look look a lot more confident and more stable, either in the pocket, out of the pocket, wherever he's throwing the ball from, he needs to be able to to look like he's seeing the field. And sometimes it just takes a shocking back out of whatever funk that you're in to get there. And that's where I think the Steelers run game can come into play. Now, part of this also can come with, I think, some more two-back sets. We saw a couple times in the Browns game where Jalen Warren and Najee Harris were on the field at the same time. Get them on there at the same time more often. Both of these guys can catch. Both of these guys can run. Both of these guys like to block. They like playing with each other. Use that to your advantage. Find that. Find different ways to confuse defenses with, with those alignments. You can't create a whole new playbook right now. Kenny Pickett said that himself this week. But what you can do is you can bring up how the Steelers – bring up use different ways for how to run the ball and add in new wrinkles that way. And also throw them the ball out of these, some of these two back sets. And not just out of the flat – uh out of the backfield into the flat where most of their targets have been this year. Get them on some Texas routes, get them up the middle, have them run some hook routes in the middle of the field, line them up in the slot, move them around the offense, and then let the let Kenny Pickett try to get the ball to them that way if they're if the defense is back, is backing off there. Those type of things can open up the rest of the offense. And that's where I think the Steelers can let this kind of lead the offense and then Kenny Pickett try to, as he's figuring his way out, as he's getting out of the, you know, the, the funk that he's been in, he can put himself, he can, he can take his time, not have as much pressure on him to have to carry so many situations and that can lead to success. Now, some of you are probably going to thinking, well, Chris, is it just going to be that easy to just say run the ball more to find success? Now I think, I think at this point of the season, the Steelers have found something in the run game. They've run for three straight games of over 160 yards and they did it they did it just uh last week against the Browns, a team that was one of that has been one of the better run defenses in the NFL and they're trending upwards in the right directions. Now, styles make fights and matchups can always change and you can always run into a top-tier run defense. But if you look at the Steelers schedule throughout the rest of the, the last 7 games as they sit at 6 and 4, the Steelers right now have five of their next seven games against teams that rank in the bottom 19 of run defenses in the NFL. Two of them go against the Bengals, including this weekend, where the Bengals rank 31st against the run this year. The Colts rank 25th. The Cardinals rank 26th. The Seahawks rank 19th. That's five games when you count the Bengals twice because they still have to play them both in Cincinnati this weekend and uh, in Pittsburgh two days before Christmas. That's five games against the deep run defenses that have not got it done. And I bet you that uh, as after the Thursday night beat down on Thanksgiving, that the Seahawks took from the Niners, they might even fall a little bit lower in, in that ranking beat that the Seahawks. So they could be even worse off than what they are right now. Um, I, I bet you – those are some opportunities where the run defense run offense can look really good, set the tone of games and be the bully ball team that we've been talking about all year long. Again, I think that that preseason success, I think it, you know, they, they threw the ball around. They were like, Hey, we can try to build something off of that. We can put this, this team behind Kenny Pickett. And when they saw that wasn't working, it took a while to get back. Now they're back to it. And now it's working. Broderick Jones is starting, but the running backs are are blocking James Daniels is playing. Well, I think that if they get to this level, that's what's going to help them balance this offense and make them a truly a tough unit. And this is the perfect time to figure it out, because if they're able to run the ball well against some of these teams, and again, the 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 Ravens and the Patriots, they're the two better run defenses they still have to face. They've beaten the, the Ravens before. Patriots don't really have that much of an offense right now. And that could be another game where the Steelers, uh, if they if they just control the pace of it, they'd be put themselves in a good position to win. The Ravens are currently ranked 13th against the run. The Patriots ranked ninth. Y'all knew I had to do that. Uh, but uh, looking at the at, at those games, if you just, again, if they handle the, the five other games, because it's not like the Bengals, Cardinals, Colts, or Seahawks are dynamic teams without their run defenses. So you are still very much in a position, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, to control your own destiny, stay stay in the playoff race because they are at this point in time and maybe even get get a chance to get back in the division race if they handle their business. That's what has to happen. And along the way, throughout these last seven games, if the run game's working and it's carrying the team and they're winning games, that could give Kenny Pickett the time to figure out the rhythm that he needs to to get his confidence back and be a better quarterback who delivers the football and makes big plays. All that, All that being said, we'll talk about how they need to do that against the Bengals in the third segment of today's show because we'll be previewing that game. But, We do have to get to our picks in the next segment. We'll do all of that and update you with our leaderboards of our our Pick'em League here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Stick with us. We still have a lot to discuss. But first, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sports book in America. Get ready for the rest of the NFL season because there's all incredible offers that come from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, all new customers can get $150 off in bonus bets with, with by winning any $5 money line bet that they make. So if you want to pick the Steelers to win this weekend, you make a money line bet, put five bucks on it, you hit, you can get $150 in bonus bets back. Right now, that's 150 bucks just for the Steelers winning. Maybe you should be checking out FanDuel Sportsbook th- this weekend. And if you've been thinking about tr- trying FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on it because the app is super easy to use. You can bet on spreads, player props, overs and unders, and so much more. For example, just the Steelers game alone, the Steelers right now against the Bengals on the road, one and a half point favorites. There's a money line of minus 122, and the over-under is set at 35 and a half points. That's a lot of different ways for you to make money, when you play FanDuel Sportsbook. So go to FanDuel.com/slash locked on and get your NFL season going by joining FanDuel and, and with offers that you won't want to miss. And again, that's FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NFL. <laughs> We're back here in the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Now, again, we hope that everyone has a th- happy Thanksgiving. Jenna Harner is not with us because she's enjoying a happy Thanksgiving, and I had to record this on Thursday. So uh, we're going to get to our picks here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Jenna Harner is still in the lead here. She's up on me about nine games. I'm, I'm starting to try to climb my way back in this. But the number one picker right now in the league is still Jay Smith, 67, who has – uh, who has 113 wins right now? A couple, couple of y'all right up behind him. We'll see if uh, you, if the rest of you guys can catch up there. Right now, I have a 98 correct picks right now this year. So we're. We're doing all right, but we got to pick it up this year. So we're going to be going into some of these picks. Remember, a few less games because they had three Thanksgiving Day games, but still a lot of action this weekend. So we're going to get go th- with you, we'll go over with you all my Week Twelve picks here and all the games to see if you want to follow along. If you haven't joined the Pick'em League yet, you still can. There's over 290 members of the Locked On Steelers Pick'em League. Just go to ESPN.com, look up the Pigskin pig Pick'em, excuse me, and get the get into the Locked On Steelers Pick'em League to join in on the fun. Now let's get into the Action and again, all of our odds, lines, and, and and numbers here are provided by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. We lead off with a, a 1 p.m. kickoff time. Uh, excuse me. No, this is a Friday game. I forgot that there was a Friday game. That's crazy. The Dolphins at the Jets, the Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites uh in, in New York. I'm taking the Dolphins. I don't care what anybody says. They're going to win that game. I'll even take the points there. The Jets defense has been solid, but uh, I think the Zachary Wilson, the hope has kind of faded from some of the, the better plays that he made earlier in the season that everyone started to say, maybe there's something there. It's not there. It's not happening. Dolphins are going to win. Moving right along to the Patriots at the Giants. Uh, uh, legendary Super Bowl rematch between teams that are nowhere near those Super Bowl caliber teams Where the, when the Giants beat the Patriots twice. But this is your sun, Sunday 1 p.m. game here. The Patriots are three and a half point favorites on the road. But I'm taking the Giants because the Giants ha- offense has been figuring out. Tommy DeVito looks good. Saquon Barkley's back in order. They're, getting, they're throwing the ball around a little bit. I think they do enough to damage the Patriots. And they win it home in New York, pulling off this win. And again, I'm getting three and a half points with that. I kind of like that though. Those, those odds there. Again, we'll do Steelers-Bengals in the final segment. But moving right along with 1 p.m. games, the Panthers at the Titans. The Titans are three and a half point favorites, and I'm going with that because the Titans right now they have a lot to work on. But man, as much as everyone's talking about C.J. Stroud and how this would have been, the, this was the perfect uh, draft class to pick a quarterback. Bryce Young has not looked good for the Panthers. Now, the Panthers haven't looked good as a whole either, but this is the chance for the Titans to right the ship, figure some things out, get Will Levis going, get Derrick Henry going, and then all of a sudden they get a win, and they're feeling a little bit better about themselves. Now, one of the games of the week that everyone's going to be tuning into is an an AFC South showdown. And how many times have you heard that, an AFC South showdown being a potential Game of the Week candidate? Jaguars at Texans. Jaguars are favored by a point and a half, but I'm going with Houston. The Houston Texans are at home. Texans have won 10 out of the last 11 games they played the Jaguars. That is astounding. CJ Stroud's playing great. The team is really feeling themselves. Uh, and I think this is an opportunity for them to kind of to kind of get in the question of can they win the AFC South Division? They beat uh, they beat the Jaguars before. I think they'll do it again. At home, they'll they'll find a way to win. And again, and on FanDuel Sportsbook, you're getting one and a half points. Take that. And then the Saints at the Falcons. I'm going with the Saints here. The Saints are one and a half point favorites, but I do not like this. I think it's a coin flip of a game. If you're putting money down, this is one I'd stay away from uh, overall. I think the Saints are still a better team, but the Falcons, they'll get B. John Robinson going, but it won't be enough. Moving right along, the Buccaneers at the Colts. Colts, 2.5-point favorites at home, uh, and they just let go of Shaq, Shaq Leonard. We'll talk about that to see if there's any developments like the, uh, on that front when we get back next week uh, and see if either he's been signed because now he's, he's cleared waivers. The Steelers could sign uh, uh, Shaq Leonard. We'll see what happens there over the weekend. But Colts hosting the Buccaneers. Colts, again, two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm taking the Colts, but reluctantly so. I think the Colts have enough offense to figure some things things out. Jonathan Taylor's been back. Gardner Minshew connects with Josh Downs very well. I think this is a game that they win, but it will be very much a toss-up. Another game I wouldn't necessarily bet too much on here. Then the Rams are just one and a half point favorites on the road against the Cardinals. So, that's that's interesting that they're that close. I think the Rams win this game, but the Cardinals, they've got Kyler Murray back. I still don't think it matters too much in the in the grand scheme of things. I think this is a, a Rams win uh on the road here. Now, this is a game that could be very tricky indeed because the Browns are at the Broncos. The Browns just beat the Steelers, they're 7 and 3. Everyone's talking about how good things are for them. I'm taking the Broncos, though. At home, if you look at the Browns' away numbers, for the defense. When they're on the road, that defense has not been nearly as good as they've been at home, like when they played the Steelers last week. I think the Broncos, who have been figuring a few things out lately with Russell Wilson and becoming a little bit more competitive, they'll do enough on offense, and that defense can still fly around and create create turnovers. I think they do in this game. The Broncos find a way to win at home and kind of give the Steelers a chance to catch up to, to, what the, to the Browns after the Browns beat them last week. Moving right along, AFC West, Action here. The Kansas City Chiefs are at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites. The Raiders are playing tough. I would take the Raiders to cover in this game, but I'm taking the Chiefs to win. I think there's no way they lose this game. They need this after the, the Eagles lost that they just suffered. The Bills at the Eagles, another game of the week candidate and maybe it is this is the game of the week because the eagles just beat the chiefs they're they're on their afc tour right now trying to prove that they are the best team in the nfl eagles are three-point favorites and i'm taking the eagles i know the bills they just promoted their new offensive coordinator and things look great for them maybe the eagles can 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 uh, can can hold up against that i think the bottom line is jalen hurts is going to do enough against this bill's defense i don't trust them that's why i have the eagles winning at home against the bills then we move on. Ravens at Chargers. Ravens are three and a half point favorites on the road. I'm taking that and the points easily. I don't trust the Chargers or anything that they do. They're dropping touchdowns. Their defense is, me- is mediocre. Ravens are going to win this one comfortably. Then we go to Sunday night football, and it is the Bears at the Vikings. Very intrigued by this, by the, by this matchup. Excuse me, that was Sunday night football with the Ravens. This is the Monday night football game. I apologize. Um, But the Bears at the Vikings, the Vikings with Josh Dobbs, their three point favorites at home against the Bears. I'm going to take them. But man, I feel nervous about this because Josh Dobbs has been solid. But I feel like at some point that's going to catch back up with the Vikings in a tough situation. But I don't think it happens this week, maybe sometime soon. But the Vikings will win this one there. Let me know if you think I'm crazy with any of those picks right now. And again, all those odds, lines, and numbers that I gave you, straight out of FanDuel Sportsbook. If you think you can make money with any of those picks, go to FanDuel Sportsbook right now. You can go to FanDuel.com slash on to get the special that we offer today on on, on there. Now, we're going to talk Steelers-Bengals specifically, my final prediction, my keys to the game, what the Steelers need to do, and how they need to do it if they're going to win the game, all next on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time, the number one app. The one app for buying tickets right now. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They get you killer deals on last minute tickets, and their best price guarantee can't be beat. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're about to have. The GameTime app allows you to book tickets even up to the last minute, even up to an hour after your event has started. I don't know what you all, but there's plenty of times I'm running late to an event I'm running. I'm I'm trying to get a lot of things done and I maybe wasn't able to get tickets. That's where game time comes in hand, especially if you're trying to get to a sporting event and you're thinking, oh, I need to try the the best tickets. Don't rely on the scalpers on the streets. Rely on game time because game time is the only place you're going to go to. And you can find what the view is from your seats. You can know exactly what you're getting when you buy. And again, you get exclusive flash deals on all things, football games, basketball games, hockey games, concerts, comedy, theater events and more. Game the and the best price guarantee from Game Time means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets on the same section and row for less somewhere else, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase or go to their website GameTime.co. Terms of conditions apply. Create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We go, go back now to look at the Steelers Bengals game. Now, normally I ask Jenna Harner what she, what, you know, what are the what's the biggest factors in it, But I'll give you my biggest factors. The biggest, I'll give you the three keys, the traditional way of approaching games. But I legitimately think there are three things the Steelers need to do and prioritize for them to win this game, because I don't think the Bengals are in a position to kind of do what the Browns did last week. I know everyone's going to be looking at, oh, it's another backup quarterback. They just lost to a backup quarterback. But this is a different team. The Browns had have a sturdy offensive line to protect their quarterback. They have a defense that can really get after you, can really do a lot of different things to confuse you, and they're, they're tough up front. They're aggressive. They have a lot of things. The Bengals don't have those things right now. The Bengals are the second-worst run defense in the NFL The Bengals offensive line continued to let pressure get on Joe Burrow. I think they do so on this rookie quarterback. I think they try to make it easy, not rookie quarterback, backup quarterback, excuse me. I think they try to make things easier for Jake Browning, their backup quarterback. They try to give him some, some simpler throws, but... One thing you won't have on on his side is I think that they won't have the defense that's able to keep the Steelers' run game in check as much as – I mean, the Browns still allow the Steelers to run the ball pretty well, but I think this will be a game where uh, if the offensive line can get to the second level of the the Bengals' defense, if they can get to the linebackers a little bit more, that's going to allow the the Steelers' running backs to take over, make some bigger plays, and then start to test the Bengals' tackling in the secondary. That is the big key for this game. That's the number one key for me – get the the, get the lineman on the second level and that means getting aggressive eddie faulkner needs to find ways against the, the the front of the bengals get them on those linebackers if they do those things I think they put themselves in a strong position to be able to to to, to control the their the the Bengals defense on on the while well, the Steelers have the ball, and that also can run the clock more, give the Steelers defense more time to rest, make things easier on Kenny Pickett, and get you a chance to take control of this game, and ultimately get to the second part of the my keys here. And that's controlling the line of scrimmage. On the other side, when it comes to stuffing Joe Mixon, don't give, let don't let him get loose and get after Jake Browning. The, the Steelers pass rush has not has it's been present, but it hasn't been dominant in recent weeks. It needs to be dominant in this game. Get after these guys. Stop the run. Pin the ears back and bring the heat. Uh, on the on, on this backup quarterback, make his make his life tough, make him speed up his clock, make him have to make uh, some some tough decisions and some potentially some bad mistakes. They give you the chance to create turnovers, get after things and and be that kind of defense that has carried you in your best moments of the year. Dominate the backfield and you win this game. The third thing, though, is even if you get all those things, you just need Kenny Pickett to be smart in this game, when I say smart, I do, that doesn't mean I would just avoid turnovers. Smart means taking your calculated shots. That you know, if he throws a pass that ba- bounces off the hands of George Pickens and gets intercepted, I'm not saying that would happen to George Pickens, but if if there's a good pass and a good decision that leads to an interception, that's fine. But he has to make those good shots. They have to get get him to be aggressive a few times. But in doing so, stay composed. Don't try to spin out of the pocket too much. Don't try to throw into double coverage. Trust what you're seeing. And I think this is where Eddie Faulkner's organization needs to be. Organization skills come into play when Mike Sullivan calls the plays. They need to be in looks that have been practicing to get all week long, and then have him keyed in on the right things to read, so that he can make make some of those bigger throws. If he does those things. You can start to see his confidence pick up and then everything starts to click for the Steelers offense. And with all that being said, my prediction for this game, I do think the Steelers stand a good chance to win this game. I said 20 to 15, I think on Thursday on our Thursday episode when we recorded then I'm going to up it a little bit. I'm going to go 23, 13. I think the Steelers offense actually does run the ball a bit, a bit better in this game than they have even before. And I think that that opens up opportunities. Kenny Pickett makes like one really decent touchdown pass in this game to build off of that. And I think that that allows to springboard into something that the Steelers absolutely need in the final month and a half of of the regular season here. That's where the Steelers need to go. So I'm saying 23-13 Steelers. On the win, let me know if you think I'm crazy there, or if you agree with me about the Steelers winning this game. Uh, again, make all your picks can picks can, pick picks in the ESPN.com at ESPN.com or the ESPN Fantasy app to try and keep up with us there. Thanks again for everyone tuning in. We hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. This episode's a little bit shorter because it's uh it, it's on the Thanksgiving episode, but it's it's been being filled on Thanksgiving Day. But again, we still wanted to get you guys a whole lot of great content here. Here's the crazy thing too: if the Steelers win this game and the the Browns lose their game the way uh, lose their game to the Broncos the way that I, I was talking about here. There is an interesting chance for the Steelers to get right back in the thick of everything in the divisional race. That's why I said at the end of last game, I don't think the Steelers are necessarily out of the division race just because they lost that game to the Browns. Um, the the uh, this this is an important week because even though the Ravens are playing the Chargers and I think they beat the they beat the Chargers next week. Is the Ravens' bye week? So you win this week, then you get a chance to play the Cardinals, and then you've picked up the game and a half on the you picked up the half game on the Ravens to kind of even things out. And if that's what happens here, you could be sitting with a chance where next next week the Ravens will be at nine will be could will be at nine and three if they win this week, and then you'll have a chance to be eight and four, literally a game behind them with the game with the, with the last game of the season still against the Ravens. And that could be the game that you catch up with them. And if you do that, you sweep them and you get the tiebreaker. So that's why this game is important for that. I still think the the Steelers, this isn't a must win game for the playoffs. It's a must win game for division hopes. If they want to win the AFC North, but it is not a must win game for the playoffs with the way things have looked. Now, if they lose this game, it's going to make several other games, must win games for the playoffs. But, I think this is a good chance. Is why I feel good about the Steelers playing this game. They're trying. I think they're gonna. They're gonna be trending upwards with the. I think the vibes of getting the new offensive coordinator trying to figure things out, running the ball well against a team that doesn't stop the run too well, against a team with a backup quarterback trying to figure things out. I think that there, there, there's a lot of things in the perfect storm to get the Steelers a win this week and enter them into the conversation at seven and four of being a real playoff contender and maybe even an AFC North division winner contender when all said and done. Because again, you look at the the Ravens schedule. We're talking about how, how the the Steelers schedule favors in a lot of ways. The Ravens get a bye week. They get the Rams after that at at home. And that, that could be favored. but their last four games, Jaguars, Niners, Dolphins, and then they get the Steelers. This is what I'm talking about. Those are three tough games, three division leaders right now uh, in, in their, in their areas. The, I think all three of those games, two of those games on the road at the Jaguars, at the Niners. That Dolphins game will be a premier New Year's Eve Eve contest uh, for the Ravens. I really think there's a lot of opportunity for the Steelers to make moves, stay in the range of the Ravens, and make bring it down to January 7th when those two teams face off. Who wins the AFC North? That's where it's gonna. That's where it's gonna be. So. Again, it starts by winning this weekend. Again, I got the Steelers winning 23-13 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Let me know what your picks are and if you think the Steelers can still make the playoffs or even potentially win the AFC North. We'll be back. We'll be back Sunday evening with my reaction to the game, my quick reaction to the game that we always do on this show. And then, of course, back Monday for a full episode breaking down what the Steelers did or didn't do in their game against the Cincinnati Bengals. And then the new outlook, how do we see the offense perform? We'll see how that how that run game looks, how Kenny Pickett looks under new offensive course. Eddie Faulkner and play callers Mike Sullivan we'll see all here on the locked on Steelers podcast again happy Thanksgiving hope you everyone enjoys it enjoyed that and hope everyone enjoys their holiday weekend we'll see you back here on locked on Steelers podcast after the Steelers play the Cincinnati Bengals